She ain't like she made the headband. Oh, that's cute. It is cute. Then I look like a Spanish girl. <laughs> don't say yes. Please don't say yes. <laughs> It's Ashley and Shantavia, a.k.a. Shay, and, and this, this is Obedience Podcast. We want to welcome you guys back to part two of our Bedrock Faith slash Faith Check-In series. So in our last episode, we talked about why you should even have faith. So in this episode, we're talking about the other side of faith. So throughout a believer's walk in their faith journey, you can rest assured that you want to see the other side of faith, which is some kind of unbelief or some kind of doubt or, you know, of course the devil is out here prowling as we discuss all the time and he's just looking for a, a little centimeter of a moment to creep in. It's so important that we discuss how do we endure to the end? How do we get back to the other side, which is faith? And to kind of, you know, strengthen our spiritual muscles as well so that we can endure to the end. So we thought that it was important for us to discuss that as well. And, you know, give you some encouragement on how we get through it. This scripture that we'll be referencing during this episode will be 1 Peter 1, 6-7. And it reads, So be truly glad. This is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you have endured many trials for a little while these trials will show that your faith is genuine it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold though your faith is far more precious than mere gold so when your faith remains strong through many trials it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world We're going to get into it and break this down into two sections. So the first section will be purification, which we'll discuss the enduring trials for a little while. And then the second section will be remaining strong. And we'll give you you guys some tips and some insight of what you should do, what your response should be when you have those moments of the other side of faith. Mm -hmm. So before we get started, we do like to go ahead and invite Holy Spirit in and just to speak through us and also encourage and to, you know, make ready your hearts to be able to receive the word. Yes. All right. Father God, we thank you so much for today. We thank you so much for this opportunity to read your word and to be encouraged through your word. We thank you so much for our people that are listening right now, our viewers that are watching, our audience that are watching, Father God. We thank you so much for them. I thank you that you bless their lives abundantly. I thank you, Lord, that even now that you're preparing their hearts, their minds, and even their ears to be able to receive your word. Thank you that this word go forth and that it be planted on good ground, Lord God, that you may be, that you may receive the increase. I thank you so much for this blessing that you blessed on our hearts. I pray that it goes out to your people to encourage them when they have moments of doubt, when they have moments of unbelief that it it may not come to pass. I thank you that even in those moments that they come and they draw near to you, Father God, for your strength, for your word, for who you are, God, and they realize that and that they use that moment as a moment of pure joy 
to fight to the end, to continue to confess your word, and to, to live in who you are. I thank you, Lord God, that you use us today, that you use us as your vessels, and you give us the words to say to speak to the hearts of your people, to encourage them, even in their times of weakness, in, in, even in the time of darkness, Lord God, that they see the light, which is you. We thank you, and we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into this thing with the first section where we are talking about purification, pretty much enduring through your trials, like the scripture says, for a little while. For a little while. <laughs> so let's get into this thing. So just hopping back into the scripture, it says, even though you have to endure many trials for a little while, when we're in faith, we can rest this year that we're going to have a moment in those moments of unbelief yeah and satan he don't want us to be in faith Mm -mm. that's his job every day is to get you out of faith it encourages us in a way that it's for a little while Mm -hmm. yeah and i love that you pointed out that we're going to go through trials because bad things are going to happen to us because we live in this dark world right like god tried to protect us from that but because adam and eve ate the fruit he has no control over the bad things that happen, but he covers us with grace and mercy. Right. Um, and so that's why we have to deal with it. It's because as a result of what Adam and Eve did. Right. Plus, he already fixed that, too, by giving us Jesus Christ, who was the second Adam. Mm-hmm. And he fixed everything for us, but we still have to live in this dark world. Right. I'm glad that you pointed that out because I have it in my notes. Like, God doesn't give you something like, oh, she's in faith. Let me go ahead and throw this in her track. Yeah. That's the enemy. (laughs) That is from the enemy. That's The scripture says he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So, Mm -hmm. that's him trying to throw things in your way. Yeah. The um, the enemy already knows that whatever plan God has for you is going to prevail and is going to bring goodness so, of course, he's just right. trying to throw things out there to cause unbelief from you or to cause you to think that, oh, I can't do this right. or to even get you off the track of even doing it. Right. Because he already knows that whatever God has for you is going to win the victory over mm-hmm. him. He can't stop it, but he can try to throw a, a roadblock or yeah. a speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I, I know when I first began my Christian journey, I was just like, you know, I was on milk, you know. I was on that little similar. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to point this out. When I was young in the faith, I used to think like, you know, I'm not supposed to go through this. I'm not supposed to have these doubtful moments, right? You know, I'm a Christian. I'm supposed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was still on milk. But you're not less of a Christian if you have fear. If you have those moments of doubt or something like that or moments of unbelief. The difference we should have as believers is that we shouldn't feed those thoughts. Yeah. We should lean into God in yeah. those moments. Pray about it. We should pray about it. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I remember like at the beginning of COVID, it was a lot of talk about people like faith shaming, as I like to call mm-hmm. it. Like, what? You're not going to go here. You're not going to go there. Oh, you you don't have faith. You're afraid. I just felt like I had a lot of that going on around the COVID time. Uh, because everybody's faith level is different. And it doesn't mean that you don't love God the same. Mm-hmm. 
It does not mean that. And it's not up to that person to to diminish your faith. Right. Like, just take where you are, take it to God, and he can fix the in-between to get you to wherever that person is. Because mm-hmm. everybody's faith journey is independent, like we talked about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. But if we bring that to God, he can build our faith level up all the way to Abraham if right. we just invite him in. Right. Because you could have that faith of the mustard seed and... Because you have that tiny faith, you're leaning more into God every single day mm-hmm. because you want that faith to grow. So the person who has abundant faith, you may be closer to God than them because you're spending all your time with God trying to build your faith. Like you can admire someone's faith level, but they don't, they can't demean you and talk down on you just because you don't have as much faith as they have. So faith is not a competition because it's really a... a, a a personal relationship thing. Like how much you trust God and not how much, oh, I got to trust God more than them. You know. Um, James 1 and 2. Yep. Dear brothers and sisters, when trouble comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. I'm being honest, a hot moment today. I had a moment of, I woke up <laughs> with the with the heaviness, like with the burden. I had a cross session. I had several cross sessions today. I ain't, I ain't considered an opportunity for great joy. It's hard. <laughs> I ain't want to clock in today. <laughs> I ain't want to show up for today. It took a moment to get back into faith because yeah. I woke up with them a feelings. When we get into those moments, we shouldn't be blindsided. Like, you should be prepared for the test. I was laying down last night, y'all. I was chilling, and I tried to allow God to speak to me. And he said, make sure your pencil is sharpened for the test. When you go into a test, mm-hmm. I'm talking about like a handwritten test. You have to have a, a number, a number two, two pencil, pencil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sharpened, right? Yep. You can't go in there with no dull pencil trying to mm-hmm. bubble in those lines. You're going to go outside the lines, right? Yep. So we should make sure that we're always ready, always sharpened and ready for the test of the doubtful moments and be able to flip the switch in those moments. I ain't purposeful. Oh, you want to come like that devil today? Let me tell you. I am God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good work, which was created before, before I was even here. Yep. So, there you go right there. Let me let me bubble that in. I'm completing mm-hmm. that area, honey. Yep. Let's try another one. You want to come with another question? That's good, because what the pencil sharpener does come is on. it cuts away those dull parts of the pencil, so you're sharp again. And that's what we have to do. We have to constantly be in the Word. Yeah. Constantly be in prayer. Constantly be in faith. So we're sharp. So mm-hmm. when the devil comes, we're not dull. So he can't easily get around us. Right. We're sharp. So we're going to pierce him. Yes. That's good. Yes. What sharpens our pencil? Ooh, I like that. The Word of God. Ooh. So we have to make sure that we're remaining constantly. Mm-hmm. And we know we ain't got to be like, hold on, let me Google that what that scripture say? Yep. Have some have some things in your pocket, in your mind, mm-hmm. in your heart, so that you can pull it out and be like, oh, you thought you can come with another question. I got the answer to that too. Yep. So yeah. Um, sometimes we can be in scenarios, a situation where God is just trying to push us to see how far we trust Him. If that makes sense. So with Abraham, he didn't really want Abraham to kill Isaac. He just wanted to see if he had faith in him Mm -hmm. and if he would obey him. 
how could God let Abraham have all of these descendants who are going to be the people of God if Abraham wasn't a good example of faith? So what if Abraham was like, no, I'm not going to kill my son and walked away? What kind of example of faith would that be to us? And so I thought about the scenario with work. When I first started my job, they only gave me one client to work with at a time. But now that they know that they can trust me with more stuff, they know what I can handle Mm -hmm. regarding my sites. I have like almost, what, 10 sites right now at one time. They already know how much they can trust me in that area. And so what I'm trying to say is you want to trust God in the different areas in your life that you have faith in so he knows what he can give you. Because sometimes God does hold stuff back from us because we're not ready for it. And so if we prove to him, yeah, I'm trusting you in this area, then we can make that that thing that we're waiting on in faith, we can make it activate because God sees us in a faith posture and he sees that we're ready for it. And so now, like at my job, what my manager was doing is she's providing me more administrative tasks. So if the opportunity ever does present itself, I'm already ready for that promotion. Mm -hmm. So I just wrote down, don't you want to be promoted in the kingdom? Now, just remember, everybody in the kingdom is on the same level, but don't you want to be promoted to what God trusts you? And he's like, oh, yeah, she has faith. I can give her this. Or he has faith. I can give him that. Don't you want that promotion in the kingdom? Yeah. All right. So next, we'll get into the second part of this episode where we'll discuss... How do you remain strong? How do we get back in faith? Yep. The first thing I wanted to talk about, a lot of people, they go through this this life feeling like God owes them something. Uh, first of all, God doesn't owe you anything. We owe God. He has saved us time and time again for free. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Our response in times of when you're going through trials and persecutions and tribulations, it shouldn't be why me. It should be more of, why not me? Mm -hmm. If Job had to go through what he had to go through, why not me? If trials were based on how good you are or how clean you are or far away from sins and good deeds, would you at this time be trial free? So don't answer that so quickly because everybody like to think they all so clean. Not me. I say, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Like, when was the last time you had an attitude with somebody? When was the last time that you lied about something? When was the last time that you drove past the homeless person sitting on the street? When was the last time you judged somebody? Or even the one that a lot of us forget about. When was the last time that you overate this afternoon for me? Our trials aren't even based off of our sins because God doesn't give that to us. That's the enemy who gives us those trials. But why not you? What does God owe you not to put you through those trials? He doesn't owe us a thing. He's already paid all our debt with Jesus Christ. So he owes us nothing. But a lot of people go through life as if God owes them something and he doesn't. I think that people have to get past that self-righteousness that they have and feeling like God owes them something to see that everything that happens in your life isn't a result of what God did. Mm. 
And a lot of people blame God for stuff that is not his fault at all. We have free will at the end of the day. And he tries to save us from a lot of things. Yeah. But we have free will at the end of the day. And I just be so mad if you be blaming God for stuff he ain't do. You make him look bad when it's really not him. It's you. How long you been holding it in? It really grinds my gears and people are just like, why God? Like, what do you mean, why God? You didn't even go to church in three Sundays. What do you mean, why God? <laughs> like, that's all. I get it too because I was like, why do people blame God for everything? Everything. And they never, they either see God or the devil. Mm -hmm. And they never see themselves in the equation. A plus B equals C. God, he's good. Mm -hmm. And he'll he's so good that he'll give you a warning before destruction comes. He'll probably give you three of them things. Yes. And you you just like, no, I'm just gonna pray it away. Mm -hmm. Pray it away. When you in prayer time and God done told you and he didn't showed you to do this, mm -hmm. to treat the person right, mm -hmm. to leave it alone. Don't call them, don't text them. But you like, God just sending me the room. Stop. That's so Stop. frustrating. Stop. Why why is God painted out to be the bad guy? Right. Yeah. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And he'll flee. But y'all submitting to the to to the devil's work. Yep. To the things in this earth. Y'all yep. say y'all submitting to God, but when y'all submit to him, do you listen to what what he's saying? Yep. Do you submit to him just to listen? Ooh. Take what he had to say and mm -hmm. be like, well, I'm going to see for myself. Oh! The minute you say, I'm going to see for myself, that's your fault. Right. You submitting to the devil then. Yep. Because <laughs> he gave you, the, God didn't gave you the warning. Yep. Oh, thank you for listening to our TED Talk. Right. I'm done. See you next time. <laughs> and that, that goes into my point where, you know, even in my moment today, you know, a lot of times we can run to different things. Like, I won't even lie. Like, one of my things is, like, oh, I'm finna get me some, some dessert. I'm finna get me a cookie. I'm finna get me some fried mm -hmm. chicken because I'm just finna eat my feelings away. But ultimately, we are supposed to draw to God. Draw near. Draw near to God. Oftentimes, when a Christian, and I've seen this and even experienced this myself, like, when a Christian comes to someone else and you're like, man, you know, I don't feel like it. I don't, you know. I'm un in unbelief you have those moments and then like somebody else tells you oh just pray it away I'm just like pray it away yeah and ultimately yeah you're supposed to pray to God for help and strength during the moments we can also do some practical things as well mm -hmm. we can phone a friend yep phone um uh, text a friend or something like that you could take a shower take mm -hmm. a bath walk eat something healthy don't overeat. Drink some water. Get yourself together. And then have a God walk and just talk to him. I think that can lead to, to okay, gathering my thoughts. Where is this, these emotions coming from? Because obviously, it's not from God. And that's when we can prepare our hearts and mind and okay, be like, okay, I'm going to have to separate this. Because obviously, God can put this on my heart and God's word says that I can have these things. So, mm -hmm. obviously, this has to be coming from the devil. So, I need to submit to God. I need to 
expressed and to cry out to God and be like, okay, God, this is how I feel. I need your help. <laughs> I need your wisdom on how to move forward in this moment. Always go back to God. Yeah. Always pour out to him. And don't be afraid to have the honest conversation with God. Yes, we're supposed to be in faith. Yes, we are supposed to be believers and believe God's ability and to stay in faith. But we're going to have our moments. I can't stress this enough. We're going to have our moments. Go back to God. When you get to the moment of, you know, submitting it back to God. Yes, we are different things in life. We're mothers. We're daughters. We're podcast people. There may be pastors or ministers out there. But our first position, our first priority should be a believer and mm-hmm. a sons and daughters of God. Yep. When we were kids, like if somebody bothered us or something like that, they messed with us, what do we do? I'm going to tell my dad. You know, and they were going to be responsible for getting back the other person. Why don't we do that as believers? Why don't we tell God, be like, God, the devil messed with me. Mm-hmm. God, I know your word says this. Then, devil, I'm going to put this word, I'm going to stick this word on you. <laughs> Why don't we do the same thing for that? That's good. My dad is a preacher. And, you know, we have that this question, like, what do you do in those moments of, you know, you feel low in spirits? And he said worship. And I was just like, worship? <laughs> what, you, what you talking about? What you yeah. talking about, dad? That ain't what I want to hear. But. <laughs> that don't make sense. Like, that don't make sense. I'm like, if. How, when I'm feeling like this. When I'm feeling like this, I don't want to say <laughs> it ain't going to be sincere. Yeah. Philippians 4 and 6. Don't be anxious for anything. No. But instead, with prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. Yeah. That's when you get into the moment of worship. Trust me. I mean, Ashley gave out that scripture. I have done it many a times. Right. And trust me, it, it really does work. Because the stuff that we are trying to hold on to, the stuff that we're trying to worry about, the stuff that we're burdening ourselves with, it's way too much for us to handle. And he already knows what the end result is going to be. So yeah. why not give it over to him? And I know with me, like recently I was exposed to COVID again, y'all. Yeah, I know y'all probably tired of me mm-hmm. talking about I was exposed to COVID. But he is a protector. But anyway, not going to get into that. But even with that, like I was worried about it. Not about, you know, did I have it? Just about my cousin who tested positive, you know, you start getting those worries like, okay, yeah, she's okay, but I've seen stories where it can turn turn around and right. look crazy, you know, and, and it's like, God, even if that happens, I can't control it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give it over to you because you can work it all out. Right. If we do all get COVID, I know that you can pull us through. I know what you can do. You've done it before. I'm just going to give it over to you. And every single time that worry crept up inside of me, I just simply gave it back over to him. Mm -hmm. I would just repeat that. Lord, you got it. Lord, you got it. Every single time I thought about it, Lord, I turn it over to you because Mm -hmm. instantly it's not going to just go away. Right. You do have to constantly, like every single time you think of it, Lord, I give it over to you. I said I gave it to you because that's the enemy trying to make you doubt. But you're just like confirming, nope. I gave it to him. Nope, I gave that situation to him. Nope, this bill gonna get paid. You have to constantly speak against him. Right. I know another thing that helps me with my response to when I'm going through a trial or when I'm having like those I'm depressed days or I'm down days or it's hard to do what I need to do days. I'm having a hard time believing what I have faith in. Like I don't see it happening. 
I just get a sheet of paper and I write down everything I'm thankful for. Hmm. All the way down to the minute things. You know, thank you for a full mouth of tea. Everybody don't have that tea. You know, just the small things. Like, right. once you start being thankful and thinking about what you have that other people don't have, it's no way that you won't consider it all pure joy. Right. Because even though I'm going through the situation that I'm going through now, I'm still thankful for everything that you've done for me. I'm thankful for what you've done in the past. I'm thankful for what I can't even see right now. And that's what really helps me having a Thanksgiving heart. Mm-hmm. That really helps me get out of those down situations. Because there's no way that you can be thankful and just be depressed. Right. There's no way that you can have a thankful spirit and just be down and not have faith in God. Because you sit here looking at everything that he's giving you. And a lot of the things, you don't even deserve it. I know I have to do it a lot when I'm at work. I see all these emails. You're like, oh my gosh, all these emails. But you know, like, I'm thankful I have a job. Yeah. I'm thankful I have a paycheck. I'm thankful I can work from home and I don't have to be exposed every single day I go outside. Mm -hmm. And once you start doing that, you begin to become grateful instead of ungrateful. What made me start doing this is when you gave me that um, that W method. So, the W method is actually a prayer method. And first, you are saying what you're currently worried about. Second, you're saying who God has been to you. And third, you're saying what you're grateful for. And so, that really does help Mm -hmm. in anxiousness and worriness. It really does help. Rondell Martin, our Daily Dale on YouTube, she did a live where she was talking about days when you just can't get out of the bed. Days when you're sad, days when you're depressed. And one thing that she says that she does is she keeps doing the faith actions. Mm -hmm. So she's sad. Even though she doesn't feel like it, she still prays. Yeah. Even though she doesn't feel like reading the Bible, she still reads the Bible. Because once your posture isn't something, especially something that's turned towards God, there's no way that you can remain in that atmosphere that you are because once he enters the atmosphere automatically changes right and that's just outside of worship and outside of church that's in your home too Mm -hmm. once you get in the posture of god i am allowing you into this situation your atmosphere will completely change and i'm a living proof of it i think at the end of the day just remember when you're going through those moments of your trials and those testings of your faith remember to just stay sharp and to always be sharpened and to be vigilant um, in those times because one thing is for sure, God intended us to have a, a rich and satisfying life. At the end of the day, we have a covenant right to those things and of his promises. Yeah. And the devil can't take that away. And he hates that. Hates and he's going to stay on his, his job of trying to kill, steal, and destroy. So we have to be to be vigilant. And to know that it's only for a little while. And that that purification is going to produce a greater you. So to be used by God, we first have to accept him. Through Jesus Christ, we are offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. So if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the best time and the great opportunity for you to do so. If you would like to accept Jesus at this time, it's very simple. All you have to do is repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, 
I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I receive you as my Savior and give you the throne of my heart. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from sin. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, it's just that simple. If you repeated that prayer after us, you are now a part of the kingdom citizen. Yes, you are welcome, welcome, welcome. So, be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church. And if you cannot find one in your area, we always leave our churches link in the description box where we go live every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then we even go live every first Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. Central for a Bible study. Right. So, comment down below. What is your response to the other side of faith? Yeah. How do you get back into faith? We want to know. Give us some tips. Yeah. Take some of y'all advice. <laughs> and then be sure to go ahead and like the video if you haven't already. And then be sure to subscribe to our channel. And then hit that bell notification when you subscribe so you are notified every single time we upload. That's right. And be sure to share this video. You know, we all go through those moments of faith. And yeah. we just, you know, we need some encouragement. Mm -hmm. So be sure to share this with five of your friends. That is the minimum. One, two, three, four, and five. And then be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. They should be on your screen right now. Mm -hmm. And then be sure to follow us on our Facebook life group. But we do life together. And if you have any prayer requests, please be sure to send those to obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we will stand in agreement with you. Yes. And before we leave, be sure that you have downloaded our free printable that should be in the description box below where we give you guys the faith theorem where you are instructed on how to write a faith confession. Mm -hmm. Alright, so that's all that we have for you guys today on the second episode of our Bedrock Faith slash faith check-in series we have one more episode left and we are so excited to end this we are hoping that this series is helping you because it is helping us me too so be sure to tune in next saturday for the last episode of the bedrock faith series but until next time as always be, be obedient. obedient we'll see you guys then bye